The two of you have endured so much together. Anything that could have attacked your relationship, it tried, but you're still together. That doesn't mean that you're invincible, but what it does mean is that you've made it this far. So many times when trouble hits a relationship, each mate tends to creep back into their old habits of what they used to do once trouble came their way. The problem is now that you are together with each other and what worked back then for you just might not work for the team. The team comes first and it may require some different coping tools that fits both of you. The Relationship Therapy Podcast is revealing the four signs that you and your mate are a team. You've tuned into the Relationship Therapy Podcast with Tony Miller Sr., a podcast designed for couples who are married, couples who are dating, and have marriage in their future. We will guide you to the principles that will make your relationship better. Stick around. You might just learn something that will help your relationship last longer, grow stronger, and become healthier. Now, here's your host, Tony Miller Sr. Hello, everybody. This is your host, Tony Miller Sr., and welcome to another episode of the Relationship Therapy Podcast. I am excited that you're joining me today. This is going to be another good episode for you to digest and really take a look at yourself. In this episode, we're going to be talking about teamwork. Being a good teammate is extremely important in sports. In some cases, being that good teammate could be the reason for the team's successes or the team's failures. If you're a good teammate, chances are you will remain in good standing with the team. However, if you have problems with your teammates or coaches, this could be the end of your time with that particular team. The same can be said about relationships. If one of the mates decides that they do not or will not become a team player, it would be very hard for the relationship to be successful. Anytime the relationship looks like both parties are going solo, you're already headed for a bad direction and the relationship will suffer. Stay tuned so that you can check and see if you and your mate are a good team. That is something that you need to know for yourself. So relax, take a good listen as we talk about the four signs that you and your mate are a team. So let's get going in this because I'm interested to see your feedback as we talk about these four signs that you and your mate are our team. Here's number one. Good teammates don't keep score. Let me read that again because I'm sure so many people have a problem with this particular one. Good teammates don't keep score. 
It would cause friction if players on a sports team find themselves arguing over and over about all the mistakes one particular player makes. They would not become great teams because of the other players keeping score. The same thing is also true in relationships. If one of the mates is continually keeping score of their partner's wrongs, it is going to be hard to work together when togetherness is needed. In order for you to survive the hard times that you will eventually face, you both need to be on the same sheet of music. Have you ever listened to a band that had not practiced or had not coordinated their performance? It sounds like a mess to your ears. What makes it even more worse is that when you hear the horn section, fussing at the drumline, or the saxophones complaining about the errors of the flute section. When couples are in that type of business of keeping track of the mistakes of the other partner, they fail to realize one important fact. They make those mistakes too. So if you go around keeping track of the errors of your significant other, it will lead the relationship down a dangerous road of mistrust and broken feelings. That's not something you want to put your teammate through. Don't keep score of all of your mates' wrongs because they will inevitably keep track of yours. And it's never good to be going tit for tat in a relationship where you're supposed to be working together. Here's number two. Good teammates let the little things go. Often when watching basketball, you will see the player who made an errant pass on a player who was open and they are pat their chest and as if to say, my bad. The quarterback in football may miss a wide open receiver. And then they'll look at that receiver when they get back to the huddle and say, that's on me. And it just seems like in both scenarios, the other player was forgiving of the one who made the mistake. What you see is teammates accepting their other teammates' mistake and understanding that teammates are not perfect. Truth is, you nor your mate is perfect. Let me repeat that again. You nor your mate are perfect. That's a real statement and a very true one. With that knowledge in hand, we should be able to cut our imperfect mates some slack. But here is how that should work. Quick forgiveness is a must between couples. Every now and then, especially in the early phases of your relationship, there will be finger pointing. There will be anger. There will be words stated that you can't get back. Then comes the argument. Then the doors are slamming. And possibly it leads to the silent treatment. Being fully transparent, that sounded just like the way Valerie and I was in the early stages of our marriage. But later in the relationship, after we had matured, 
we learned that going through that particular drama over those little mistakes, those little things, put too much strain on our relationship. Just like athletes let their teammates' mistakes go, couples need to be able to do the exact same thing. Really, is that little thing that big of a thing? That is when you can take a look at yourself and see that you're growing because the things that used to bother you early don't bother you at all or don't bother you as much. What you will eventually see is that now you're maturing and your relationship is getting stronger. That is when you see how good your relationship can really be. Let me say this. Mates shouldn't be out there making mountains over molehills. Grow up and learn from your own mistakes and keep your relationship going strong. You'll thank me later for that. Number three is teammates energize and inspire one another. One of the things that I miss so much about competing in team sports is the camaraderie that comes along with being on a team. The way we joked around in the locker room and 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 had fun with each other and told jokes about each other. That is something that I miss. But what I see as the most part of what I miss on being in a team locker room is the way we helped energize and inspire one another. Relationships are on that same wavelength. Knowing how to lift your mate or give them inspiration goes a long way in connecting with each other in that relationship. Your mate may be down every once in a while. The key is having that significant other by your side who cares enough about you to know which buttons to push to pull you out of your down spaces. That's so important to know that they will be there to help you pick up whatever pieces you're fretting over. To me, that is what love is all about. Being there when the chips are down, making sure you're beside your mate, helping them get better. It's easy to be there when everything is going good, but it is key to show up when your significant other needs you. Only your mate will know how to bring the energy that you need from them, and you should be able to oblige them as well. See, it's a it's a reciprocal thing. If they can bring the energy and inspire you, you should also study to make sure that you can bring the energy and inspire them. Let me say this. It is imperative that you learn your mate as the relationship grows older so that you will be able to know how to show up in those times of need. If you're expecting your mate to be there to energize and inspire you, then you should be prepared to do the same thing for your significant other. Just being that kind of teammate brings so much joy to each other.
Are you ready to be that type of teammate to your significant other? If you're not, you better watch out for the issues that will come your way. And before we go into number four, let's recap one, two, and three. Number one was good teammates don't keep score. Number two is good teammates let the little things go. Number three, what we just went over, teammates energize and inspire one another. But here is my personal favorite. Teammates know that there is no I in team. We have to be careful as we understand what this phrase really means. It doesn't mean losing your whole identity as an individual. You're going to keep some of that. We're supposed to keep that, but it goes a little deeper than that because once you become a team, you should be working together on our relationship. It's always it takes two to make a relationship work at the end of each episode. I mean it when I say it because a person who's working on the relationship by themselves, the truth is you're really not in a relationship. If your mate does not see the importance of your input or vice versa, if you don't see the importance of your mate's input, you really don't have a good relationship. You both should be working towards a meaningful, long-lasting, and healthy relationship. I noticed some time back an, an acquaintance of mine talked to me about the behavior and the successes of my two children. And when they said what they said, I thanked them and went on about my business. And then later on that evening, I shared it with my wife. And she asked me, Tony, what did you say when he said that? And I said, I just told him, thank you. And she said, Tony, you didn't correct him and say our children. Because I played a major role in raising them as well as you. I acknowledged to her that I was wrong and that that particular thing would not happen again. At that very moment, I had used the I that is not in team to take credit for raising our children. We have to incorporate the we's and the hours in our conversation as a couple. We should have learned that what makes the relationship valuable is the effort that both people put in, not just one person. Just like a sports team is excited for a score or a great play by an individual, but the team doesn't win because of that one play or that one individual uh, uh, great play. The team wins because everyone has bought into being a great teammate. Keep that in mind inside of your relationship, because there should never be any jealousy within the relationship, within the teammate. Celebrate all the good that your mate achieves, as well as they celebrating all that you achieve. And that brings happiness to your romantic team. And that's when you both really receive the victory. Well, that's it for today. Those are the four signs that you and your mate are a team. I hope 
that you can say positively that you are a teen. So I would love to hear from you. If you will, please email me and say that I've got to work on a few things or me and my mate are definitely a strong team. And as always in closing, it takes two to make a relationship work. Thank you for listening to the Relationship Therapy Podcast with Tony Miller Sr. We hope you have enjoyed this episode. Tune in next time for more insight on how to make your relationship better. If you have any questions, please email us at tmrelationshiptherapy@gmail.com. at gmail.com. We would love to hear from you. Until next time, remember, it takes two to make the relationship work.